This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked On rules. Locker Room, changing the way you talk sports. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Hope you had a great weekend. By the way, I am Glad to have you back to start this uh, work week, and I'm glad we can tag along with you. So we're going to be talking today. Well, you know, to close out last week, I think everybody saw the big firestorm among Spurs fans debating DeMar DeRozan's future. I know, I know, it's being beat to death right now, but we're going to get our guest uh, thoughts, and he's going to give his quick two cents about the topic. Then we'll dive into the meat of this episode, which is uh, about uh, Rudy Gay. Uh, we know his status. He's a unrestricted free agent. Spurs keep him or pass, and then catch you up with some NBA news. Uh, and that guest is my good friend, Casey Vieira, San Antonio sports reporter. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. And you need to, so you can check out Vieira's NSA, a YouTube show starring him and his wife as they talk to you about their daily lives as the newlyweds in San Antonio. Casey, welcome back to San uh, Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Yeah, welcome back to San Antonio. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were away for I pre- a while. I appreciate yeah. you acknowledging me. Yeah, I appreciate you acknowledging yeah. me as a good friend too, by the way. Likewise. But well, yes, well, I was away. you were away. Yeah, yeah you were away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You went to what, Cancun? Or where did you go? Uh, not too far away. Puerto Rico. It was good. Man. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. It was good. Wait it's, a minute. Uh, is that where you and your wife got married? Or... That is that is where yeah, yeah where we technically eloped because you know being a covid being a covid wedding postponed moved moved again all that fun stuff we decided you know what let let's like get like the special part out of the way we'll just elope first and then yeah. we'll replan and take care of the re-cross rest yeah. The, yeah cross the actual wedding bridge a little bit later on and uh, okay. yeah so that was. It was part vacation, part business trip, I guess you could say. And there's certainly worse places in the world to go to for a business trip, right? Poor Casey. Poor Casey. Poor me. To, uh, to a beautiful country and enjoy some time in the, the nice warm weather out in uh, Puerto Rico. But all right. Well, hey, listen. So you saw what happened last week uh, to the point where um, you were just like you had enough of it. <laughs> but oh yeah, to I, rehash, it. I, hate, I was like everyone. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm not trying to get on this level, man. Everybody, shut up. <laughs> well, your quick two cents on the topic, and just a quick refresh, everybody. Late last week, there was an article um, that a Spurs writer put out there that caused a firestorm among Spurs fans uh, debating the future of uh, Demar Derozan. Basically, it was just basically pro keep him, pro let him go, and everything in between. Uh, your quick thoughts. Uh, I mean, you know, this is all the stuff that we've been talking even yeah. beyond beyond that article. This is stuff that's been chatted about around these parts for basically 12 months now. Uh, I, I think my stance on it is that is that right now I'm going to take the diplomatic approach here. Is that, is that I'm not totally sure because the the reason I say that is I feel like we're basing a majority of this argument that DeMar is going to stay. Now, if we're having this argument, I I think this time last year, that's certainly more fair when DeMar was under a contract for a year. But people are Mm -hmm. over here talking about DeMar, and DeMar might not even be here anyways. He might take off. It's his decision. It's his decision to stay. 
So people are saying, oh, we have to re-sign him. We have to build a Marvel. That's not the Spurs' call at this point. That's right. DeMar's call. I mean, no pun intended. The ball's in DeMar's court right now. So that's why I see all this stuff, and, and I'm just thinking, yeah, the sentiment's there, but let, let's worry about getting DeMar back in San Antonio first for the, for the pro-DeMar crowd. You know what I mean? And then kind mm-hmm. of re-evalu- that, reevaluate that a little bit later on. But one thing I do know is uh, that stuff gets heated, man. Oh, man, <laughs> does it? That gets heated. It's crazy. You know, it's I, crazy. I, 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 I like got Ty it. Yeager, but I, yeah. Oh, oh, you see it. You're the one who, who posted, and, and you're caught up by no fault of your own. You're right smack in the middle of it. I had to mute Ty last week on Twitter. Nothing personal against him, but yeah, it was just. It I was, mean, it was that's all I saw in my timeline for like for like a solid like six hours during the day, and I'm just saying, you know what? I I, I can't deal with this. So no. at some point this next week, I'll unmute Ty. Nothing personal, bro. If you're listening, I I um. I put it out there. I said, I think we need ESPN to just slander DeMar again. Cause that's the only way that will unify Spurs fans. You know, the mm-hmm. whole again team and, you know, uh, miss not putting him at least in a photo of the playoff play-in teams um, during the, the playoff run. So that's the only way. That's the only way. You just throw slander towards DeMar DeRozan's way, then all Spurs fans will unite. Now, I was right there with you. I I got accused of posting it as gospel. And you go back and look at the original promotion of it. All I said is title. What it is by who? That's all I said. No, what was yep. your fault, Jeff, that you posted there as if it was the best and biggest thing ever? I go, look, he ties my guy. I got to promote him. But nowhere did I say, you know, this is the end all be all of all arguments for pro or cons against keeping DeMar DeRozan. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny you say that it's his, it's his decision because that's exactly what I said last week on Lockdown Spurs about. Uh, DeMar DeRozan with uh, Ty, he came on and I said, at the end of the day, Ty, what does it all this matter? He's going to decide <laughs> whether he's going to stay or go. So all this could be for nothing. And you know what it felt like too? Because like mm. I'm, I'm old enough. I'm old enough to be most of these guys' dads on uh, <laughs> on social media. Not all of them, <laughs> but some of them. And I, and I was watching everything just implode, and I kept saying, you know, this is just a bunch of kids. They're going to tire themselves out. They're going to tire themselves out. Uh, they're going to start bickering, and then that, that's it. It's over. They're just going to tire themselves out. And sure enough, it happened. It's all. And they tired themselves out. Well, you know, you know, it's going to come up in conversation again. It's going to trigger somebody, and next thing you know, we're going to be. Yeah. So he, said, yeah, he called me a he called me a kid. <laughs> no, I'm saying most of these oh, Spurs fans God. are a lot younger than me. Not all. A lot. Well, most of them. I know. They're, take, they're taking it too serious, man. Everyone's got to calm down. I, I posted this on Twitter the other day. It was, um, you know, it was after the Knicks got knocked out, and I had one of my buddies was, roast, was roasting me about it. Spurs fan around the area. It was his birthday, 40th birthday. So I told him, I'm like, you know what? I, I decided I was going to hit him where it hurts if he was going to come around being petty. I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Because you got that energy, bro. Not only am I rescinding your happy birthday, but oh, man. I hope your cake is very dry and disappointing. Wow. That's what you went there, do. Casey. You I went did. there. I did. I did. I feel like that's a much more <laughs> effective way to really get under someone's skin instead of making their oh. making fun of their mothers and girlfriends, right? Yeah, I'm, I don't remember that next. I want to go at the cake, the desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever mm-hmm. occasion it is. Hey, well, we're not done who, talking about. Uh, who was it? Was it? Was it? Sweet Rudy. Yeah, Rudy Campos. He came talking too. 
on Twitter that day. Uh-oh. And I'm like, you know what, bro? I, I saw if you're that. going to have that energy, those vibes, I hope you get caught in an extra 15 minutes of traffic on your way home from work. Dang. Not the traffic yeah. insult. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're on fire there, Casey. Calm down. Mm-hmm. You better I, calm down. Listen, you know me and my you know me and my Knicks, man. It's a sore subject. So I'm just saying for Spurs fans, when it comes to a sore subject, yeah. uh, you know, maybe we could dial it back a little bit with the criticisms, people. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, well, we're not we're uh, we're definitely not done talking about free agents. And no, we're not going to be talking about Demar Derozan. I think that was pretty much beat uh, down for quite some time last week. Uh, we're going to shift gears and talk about the Spurs' other free agent. That is Rudy Gay. We all know uh, his deal. Same situation, unrestricted free agent. You know, he can stay and go. Spurs can resign him or not. All that good stuff. But this begs a question with the team looking to jumpstart or at least continue the jumpstart of their youth movement and rebuild, retooling. The argument is put out there that, eh, well, maybe these veterans really don't mix anymore. You know, the Spurs got to let these guys off their training wheels and let them go. Enter Rudy Gay, veteran, stabilizing force in the locker room, all that good stuff. Casey, you know, he he didn't have a bad season last year. It wasn't terrible. I mean, he had his moments where he shined, and he had his moments where he looked like Rudy Gay of year of not the years past, you know, back in mm-hmm. Memphis days and Sacramento days. Uh, look, this first team is young. I'm of the opinion they still need some sort of veteran presence on this team, even going to next year. How does Rudy Gay fit in your thoughts, you know, as far as keeping him, letting him go, you know, or just saying adios, uh, Rudy, thanks for the time. You're the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring easy as one, two, three, post screen and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster and only pay for candidates that meet the must-have qualifications and schedule complete video interviews on your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. Hey, you can choose from more than 130 skill tests and then add your must-have requirements so you only pay for applicants that meet them. And according to TalentNest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com locked. Indeed.com slash locked offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and I swear by them. I got my new box of Built Bars the other day, and I cannot wait to crack it open and dive into those delicious Built Bars. Hey, they have nine delicious flavors and the occasional limited time flavor. Flavors include coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie. The list goes on and on. And hey, if you cannot make up your mind, Bill Bar has you covered. They have a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. You can't go wrong by getting yourself a box of Built Bars right now. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. And amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. Go get yourself some Built Bars right now over at BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get yourself 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. I think I lean more towards the latter of the adios, mm-hmm. Rudy Gay. Thank you for your yeah. time. Part of that, 
mainly because I don't really see what you have to gain in keeping him around at this point because he's going to cost you more than, in all likelihood, more than your mid, uh, minimum bottom-of-the-barrel couple dollars vet, vet minic, uh, mm-hmm. veteran's minimum contract. I like to call it the Udonis Haslam contract. The Udonis Haslam contract where it costs just about nothing to bring him back. He's going to expect to play somewhere, at least get regular rotational minutes. He's not in all likelihood going to have a tremendous impact. And I don't think where he gets involved in the whole youth youth vet debate that Spurs Twitter has, how he largely impacts, assuming he does get regular minutes, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's necessarily beneficial in, in beneficial or takes away in any regard. It's just kind of one of those deals where bringing them back is just sort of a lateral move. It's just sort right. of a, it's just sort of a lateral move. Doesn't make you better. doesn't make you worse. He's just kind of there for the price that he's going to cost. Right. And at that price tag, I'm just kind of like, well, what's the point of bringing you back? And what's the point of you even wanting to come back? You have like mm-hmm. three years left uh, of being a, a, a rotational nine, ten man rotation guy. Go somewhere where you where you have a chance to actually do that and be productive. That's mm-hmm. not here in San Antonio. Spurs Spurs are going to be hitting the rebuild button, the reset button. And even if they do decide to go the the reload route as opposed to rebuild with letting Demar walk. It's not like Rudy's going to be a, a large impact player in that capacity. So the way I see it, just cut your ties, Rudy. Thank you for your four years. Appreciate it. And uh, best of luck next year when we caught, when we cross paths cross paths in Miami, right? Right. Yeah. Or yeah, wherever he goes. Yeah. There's. A, I can see why he would not want to return, or at least uh, maybe not. You know, be too keen on resigning, considering the state of the Spurs franchise right now. Uh, he's he's a veteran, and by by every ounce of that definition, that word, he is a veteran of the league. You know, he's he's gone through the Achilles heel injury. He's been there, done that. His time in the NBA is winding down faster than maybe Demar's, and but he's still serviceable. And and that's where I think the the for me, if the Spurs were to announce that he's resigned, I wouldn't be too upset. I mean, for me, I think it would just come down to how much they paid him. Uh, that that's mm-hmm. that would be my first reaction. If they if they announce that he's coming back, I'd be okay, fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. But if I see some right. sort of insane Pal Gasol like contract that the Spurs gave Pal years ago, then I'll have an issue. But I don't see Demar Derozan. I'm sorry, excuse me, Rudy Gay taking anything less. You know, I don't see him at this point of his career looking at the Spurs or whatever team saying, "Yeah, I'm going to take a a discount." I don't see it. I think he's going to go for that bag, and I you know. All right, he should, you know. It's probably his last, 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 last chance at a decent contract um, in his stage of his career. But if or you're looking at, at some multi-year number, deal, yeah. Yeah, at least a multi-year deal, exactly. If you're looking at some numbers, he finished the Spurs season not too bad. You know, in the remaining, uh, the last seven games, he scored in double figures in six of those. And mm-hmm. he had the 20, he had the 20-point outing versus Memphis in the playing game. He had a 19-point outing versus the Bucks. 
uh, 14 points versus his own team, the Kings, 11 versus the Blazers. Uh, his only uh, less than double-figure scoring game was against your Knicks in the loss. It was mm-hmm. eight points. But you shift over to the three-point shooting where the Spurs need help the most. Again, wasn't too bad. Three for seven at Memphis. Um, three for six versus the Bucks. Uh, again, that only the bad shooting night was against the Knicks. Again, one for five. He's, but at least he was making threes, something the Spurs did not seem to do last season. And right. that, that coincided with his stretch of double-figure scoring. For me, that's where I'll be like, okay, you resigned him, good Spurs. Was it an okay contract? You give him for this guy and they say, yeah, that's fine. Because he still gave production off that bench, uh, Casey. I think you pretty much summed it up best there. I think yeah. you summed it up best because he's – he he doesn't move the needle one way or another. So if you're going to bring him back and bring him back at a relatively reasonable cost, like you said, all right, fine, fine. Either way, it all, it all goes back to that youth vet thing. And either way, if he is here or he's not, it's not like the whole offense is going to run through him next year. Right. You had spurts like in that playoff game that part of the reason he was getting those touches is because DeMar couldn't throw the ball into the ocean. DeShante mm-hmm. could not throw the ball into the ocean. They needed some sort of spark on the offensive end. And if Rudy at that point in, in the playoff mode where, where, where you're in the playoffs and playoff mode where – you just have to kind of ride whatever hot hand that you could get, and, and there's no margin for error because that's essentially a game seven that you're, you're playing in at that point. You have to do it. And largely, for the most part, that's what you're going to be getting out of Rudy Gay if, if you bring him back at this point. So, yeah, if, if they do bring him back at a reasonable price, cool. If they let him walk, cool. If they bring him back on a Pau Gasol contract, like you said, uh-uh. oh my god! I, yeah. I think we all, I, th- I think we all got to catch our breath a little bit if that goes down. But honestly, I don't, I don't think it will. I don't think it'll happen like that. Absolutely, I, never I know though. Spurs. Hey, never know. These guys are dangerous with money. <laughs> and 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 as long as yeah. Pop is there and there's, it's a veteran guy, you know, you know he loves them veterans. I mean, mm-hmm. look, there, there's precedent though. We just mentioned him right now, Pau Gasol. We just mentioned the Spurs overpay sometimes on veteran players. This is not the first time. Yeah, there's been like there's probably other examples where the Spurs did that to other vets as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the only thing that I'm worried about. But if you look at the trio of veterans, you know, Demar and and Patty and Rudy, uh, you know, we all know the situation with with Demar. But at the end of the day. I'm not going to be surprised if the Spurs re-sign Rudy Gay. Casey, your thoughts? BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball season is in full swing. Track all the action over at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA action. The list goes on and on. So before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device right now to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. 
I wouldn't be surprised neither. Yeah. Because because even even if he is not a rotational guy and he's just here to be a voice with these guys, when you're when you're in or with when you're with an organization now for four years and they bring him back it would be five plus. Clearly you're doing something right. Clearly you're doing something that you have some novelty that the franchise looks at you. They're saying, we're bringing you back because you have some kind of value. We're bringing you back maybe beyond the X's and O's standpoint. We're bringing you Mm -hmm. back because you have a voice and and you're a good guy for a lot of these young fellas to talk to, to model themselves. You've been in the league 150 years at that point. That's clearly clearly worth something. And at that point, I think that's probably the biggest – asset that Rudy Gay has to be another voice in these guys' ears, and I think that helps. And if he is back, that's probably going to be the big reason why, I think. I think that's going to be the big reason why. Yeah, you you heard players like Devin Vassell uh, in that final media session after the playing game. Um, he was asked, you know, like, oh, they're playing with the vets and everything, but he really highlighted his time with Rudy Gay. A lot saying mm-hmm. that Rudy was the one that really showed him the ropes. That lean he leaned on Rudy, and that is the value for the Spurs because this team will get younger. Look, let's just let's just pretend that Demar is gone. All right, for this for right. this purposes, so that gives that gives a lot of free minutes there. So you're going to give those probably more to Lonnie. You're probably going to give those to Devin. Uh, maybe sparse a little bit out for Luca. And maybe some for the rookie, whoever they pick in the upcoming draft. Okay, fine. But these still these guys are still in that learning curve period. And then mm-hmm. that locker room. That's that's the one thing that maybe I think gets lost in the show, the locker room presence. You say what you will about the X's and O's and when the veterans are on the court and when they're not, and they're mixing with these players. That's okay, that's fine. I get that. But it's the other stuff, the culture that how to play through these tough times. Um, oh man, I can't deal with Pop. I'm the rookie on the team. You know, Rudy, help me out. How do I deal with this old man? You know, I think those kind of things yes. are what Rudy yes, Gay exactly. represents. Go ahead, DK. Yeah. No, no, I, that's that's exactly it. That's exactly it. That's that's the biggest asset that Rudy Gay offers at this point. If you want to try to spin it, that he does move the needle in some capacity, I think that's it. I don't think it's from an, an on-court standpoint anymore. I really don't. And if they do, if they, if they, uh, if they do hit that, that rebuild button though, and this is what they're going to, that's the direction you got to go. That's worth something. If you're having a whole bunch of kids, if half the roster is, is 24 years old and, and younger, mm-hmm. you need a couple 35, 36 year olds, even if they're not playing, just to offer some insight. So, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Let me ask you something, though. What about the argument of, well, you got to cut the training wheels off these guys eventually? We saw it last year, where, or this past season, excuse me, where the young guys relied on the veterans, namely, you know, DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay in that final game versus Memphis. There's a, there's a point where you have to say, you know what, kids? Yes, you know, you, you got to let your teachers go. You got to let your parents go. You got to let your mentors go. You got to take these lumps. Now, they took their lumps last year. They did. They learned a lot of lessons. Just look what happened against Boston with that 30-plus lead. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope they'll carry that over into the new season. 
But do you find any value of just saying, you know what, Rudy, Damar, Patty, thanks for the time, but we really got to get these kids going. We appreciate you. They got to learn for, they got to fend for themselves. DeJounte, you've been more, here the longest. Technically, yeah. you're, you're, you're now the guy. I think that's more applicable to, to DeRozan as opposed to Gay and Patty Mills. Because mm-hmm. Gay and Rudy Gay and Patty Mills are not, are not players that you're going to build your, your primary offensive focal point around. They're, they're complementary pieces. I think that's more applicable to DeRozan, in which that would be an entirely a, a, a shift in the direction, uh, a total change in the narrative of, of how you want to build your team. I think at that point, that's kind of where the, you know, the, the thanks, appreciate it, time to move on kind of argument plays a, a, a real role. But that's I, I think, you know, as I'm as I'm kinda of saying that out loud, I, I, I think that's almost kind of the reason you might want to bring back Rudy Gay again if it's at that right price tag, leaning towards, you know, the, the thought process that it's more beneficial than not. Uh I definitely think staying along those same lines, I definitely think they should make a, a, a play to keep bring Patty back definitely mm-hmm. from that same thought process. And I think Patty at this point probably more be more receptive to that than Rudy Gay would because yeah. Patty Mills doesn't really have anything left to achieve anymore. You know what I mean? Guys have been, been, right. been a part of some of the best days in San Antonio, has mm-hmm. a whole life built for himself here. At this point in his career, he's not, he's not playing for anything really of worth. Pretty much, he's got his whole life mm-hmm. set up, his whole here, his whole brand set up here. He, it, it, from a from a personal and a basketball standpoint, there's not really much gain you get, or I should say, just solely from a personal standpoint, there's not much gain you get out of it. Rudy, yeah. Rudy hasn't experienced that deep playoff run. I, he hasn't even been he, prior to the Spurs. He had never even been to the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe so. Right. I mean, there, yeah. So there's like a little bit. I have to imagine there's a little bit of ambition, more from that view viewpoint for Rudy. Uh, so, but but I mean, if he is going to come back, then then cool. He is going to come back. I just don't think. I don't. I don't think he will. Ultimately, you have yeah. Me right I, now, I, on in in early June. You, yeah. You yeah. You look at some of the uh, teams. Right now, and their landscapes, look at Boston. You know, they just had a major shakeup, and not going to be surprised that those shakeups are or will, will not be continued. I think they are going to be continued. You're looking at player rosters. What do they just need to bring in a veteran? A Rudy Gay would fit in that role. Miami, you know, Miami, look what happened to them in the playoffs. You know, they could, they could definitely use some more firepower in, in, in their roster. You know, he goes to LA, you know, one of the teams. So th- there'll be destinations for him. It's just a matter of, if the Spurs, I think that's what it comes down to. I think when you're looking at the Spurs right now, they're in that war room and what are we going to do with our roster? And we got these old guys, these three vets. What do we do? I think they're going to be missing that. Like how much is it worth to keep a Rudy Gay, uh, Patty Mills uh, around for this young team? You know, Casey, you know, I, I'm a little bit more of a, okay, I think we did the one season last year Spurs 
we got these young guys, some experience, something close to an NBA season. I know it was irregular. It was very unique, but they got it. I'm of the opinion you got to cut the training wheels off sooner than later. You, you cannot let these guys be leaning on veterans as they showed last year. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at a guy like DeJounte Murray. Like, Murray, you say you want to mm-hmm. be this leader. You say that you're vocal. I hear it from your teammates. DeMar DeRozan says it. Uh, Patty Mills says it. Okay, go for it. Do it. You right. are now that veteran locker room presence. Your thoughts? I think you can do both. I really do. I think anybody who's who's in there, right, uh, assuming – Assuming, okay, they, they bring Gay back. I don't see how any kind of vocal message or vocal perspective for Murray would really be impacted with Rudy Gay there. I think that's just more of a complimentary, supplementary voice there. But that, that just kind of goes back to the question that we've been having, though. It was, mm-hmm. what's the extent of of wanting to cut ties with all those guys and really put the young fellas in charge. That, I mean, that, that could be it. I know most people, <clears throat> excuse me, most people say it from an X's and O's standpoint, give the guys more minutes. They don't really talk about it as much from the things that you're saying from a vocal aspect mm-hmm. of it, having that, having that voice there. But, you know, it, it's never as simple as, as you make it out to be playing on 2K. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, every, everyone thinks that's, that's <laughs> how it goes, and it's it's never how it goes. No, but, absolutely not. No, no, no. But, but I mean, there there is certainly credence there to what you're saying, is that is that if this is if, – if we, we don't know how much inside that locker room, how much we, – we get little – we get little keyhole views, little crumbs in terms of – how much they value the voices of different guys in there because we know the Spurs as it is are very mm-hmm. tight lipped with everything, let alone throw in this season where the only interaction you're having is through your laptop. Mm-hmm. So we're only hinted little crumbs as to how they view certain voices in there. And right now it seems like there's more positive aspects in terms of, of these guys getting uh, uh, more so a positive voice or sentiment from the older, from the vets, right. from the guys like a Rudy Gay. But if management looks at it and they're they're saying what you just said right there, it's like, all right, well, thanks. We we appreciate you being a middleman, a bridge a little bit. But if these kids don't get it now, when are they going to get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they can't like 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 you mentioned. I mean, if if they if they don't get certain things why what are we doing at this point what are we doing DeJounte been here five would it be six years already yeah six years minus one yeah minus one because of the injury yeah so yeah yeah you you know what I mean you know what I'm getting at yeah I know what you're getting at yeah yeah well um it's gonna be interesting off season that's for sure you know the Spurs got a lot of decisions uh whether it be really getting his future um I, I, in my opinion, I, I, like I said, I wouldn't mind if he comes back. I, I think there's value what he brings. We saw some of the numbers right now. Uh, you, we mentioned the intangibles. I think that's value, and I think you have, have him and Patty Mills at that helm. That wouldn't be too bad. That open spot, if Demar Derozan were to leave, um, 
you know, give sparse those minutes out, let the rookie play whoever they draft, or if they swing for the fences and bring in an, uh, a free agent with all that money they got, there, there's a spot right there for them. So yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. uh, need to hear your opinion on uh, Rudy Gain, his future. You can let Casey know on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira and me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs zone. Once again, we're talking with Casey Vieira, San Antonio sports reporter right here on locked on Spurs. You got a few minutes left here on this episode. Casey's talk a little bit of a uh, NBA now. Uh, do, do we talk about uh, your next, or I mean, are you okay now? The, the dust is settled. Um, oh yeah. Dust we're, bounced settled. Out. we're good. Yeah. Good? We're fine. We're fine. The, there was, we've been, we've been playing with this season was a success weeks ago. It was a, I was happy with the end result of the season weeks ago. Whatever happened, we're playing with house money here. So disappointing end, but I can't really complain about anything other in this season aside from the end result. And if the end result was losing in the postseason to a good Hawks team in a series that we had home court, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'm tired. I'm tired and, of tanking and, and playing for draft picks. <laughs> uh, I'm, this 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 was cool. Hey, you might be cheering for Demar Derozan next year if he's wearing a Nick uniform. I mean, I'll cheer for him. I don't see how he fits though. <laughs> I don't think Demar hey, fits uh, with, the, with the team at all. Um, I, I don't. It was pretty evident that the Knicks needed shooters on that team. Demar is not known as a not known as a shooter. They need a point guard. DeMar, I'm not trusting to play a full 82 games as the main facilitator. I don't – yeah, I like DeMar. I think his game is adaptable, but I don't – I know there's a lot of chatter with that. Uh, now, if he, if he comes back with Lowry, if there's a re- reunion in New York, maybe. But I, I don't think – truth be told, cannot, I don't think it goes down Cannot like wait to see you wearing a Nick DeMar DeRozan jersey on Vier's NSA. That's going to be awesome. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not a jersey guy. What? I'm not. I've never, I've never, I've ne- uh, I've never been a jersey guy. And, and, uh, and here's you're why. You're killing me. Well, because I've lear- I learned at a relatively young age that unless, like, unless it's, like, Jeter – or somebody like that that's just like a full-on lock, just a homegrown guy not going anywhere, your jersey is only relevant for like four years. And then it doesn't even matter anymore. So I'm out here, I'm out here getting, getting uh, jerseys of Randy. I'm a Raiders fan. So Randy Moss on the Raiders, that was a boss. That didn't, that didn't work out. Jason Giambi, I'm a Yankee fan, like I said. Jason Giambi, I thought that was a big investment. He was on the team for, what, maybe five years? Yeah. So it's like, and, yeah. and at that point, as a kid, I'm grown out of the damn thing anyways. So, <laughs> you know? So at, yeah. at a certain point, relatively young age, I think teenage years, I'm like, you know what? I'm not dropping 70 bucks on it. And that's another thing. Jerseys have gone up in price, too. Yeah, they're, 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 I'm, they're I'm, expensive. I'm, yeah, I, I'm a... I'm a a jersey guy, a t-shirt. If I'm going to buy something close to a jersey, I'm buying a, a t-shirt jersey. But not a jersey what? guy. But I get the sentiment, though. Why am I not surprised the Lakers got bounced? Because the Lakers are not very good outside of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I really thought LeBron... Pretty much. And, oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me, and whatever happened to Kuzma? Did he just, like, vanish <laughs> off the planet? 
Remember when he was never, all this and all that, and look how good he is, and Spurs wanted to trade for him, and when the Kawhi Leonard stuff, and Lakers were like, no, 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 we cannot let this guy go. Did he, did he mm-hmm. go MIA? Remember when there was the chatter of who was a better prospect, him or Tatum? Remember that one? Yeah. That one might even be worse. Remember that one? Yep. That one oh, my God. Worse. I mean – when you saw AD, you know, give it the old college try and play in that last game in five minutes and he had bounced, okay, fine. You're looking at somebody step up in that roster. You know, you would think it would have been Kuzma. I mean, but by the way, is it me or or is – and also, too, is Father Time talking to LeBron already? Are they having a little convo right now? If Or is that just a wear and tear of him being in the finals for X amount of years straight? I mean, that would insinuate they're at least exchanging text messages here in Father Time, right? Okay. All right. At that point, there's there's a little bit they, of chatter I think they're talking. The parties. They've yeah. been introduced. Yeah. I think that? they're talking. Yeah. yeah. This is the first yeah. glimpse. This season was the first glimpse that there has ever really been any dialogue between the two parties, right? Yeah. I can't it remember really the last mean. time. Yeah. I can't re- remember the last time that we really had any doubt about. LeBron in the playoffs or LeBron's future, future yeah, in the immediate, looked, in the in the immediate in the immediate future, saying not not beyond this season, yeah. but in terms of a playoff end of the season from regular season, the duration of a year standpoint. Yeah, yeah, the, he looked like he lost a step, maybe not a full step. Let me refer, you know, maybe like a half step, like something was just different. Not really finishing at but the rim, was, uh, breaking some shots that he normally would make throughout his career. You mm-hmm. know, do I chalk it up to maybe just the unusual season and everybody had to play a condensed season? You add that with how many deep playoff runs he's had, fine, you know. But I think next year, next year, I want to see like, okay, whoa, 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 where is this? Where is this text combo between he and Father Time going now? Um, right. So yeah, interesting. Interesting. Well, what are they um, like? Here's another thing too. Like, what do the Lakers even do now? Know what I mean? What? What? Yeah. They got no cap room. Mm-mm. Their two stars have been banged up. AD, for as as talented as he is, we're we're kidding ourselves if we're not going to call him injury prone at this point. Speaking you have no close. real real standout young prospects, right? That one, you trust to be a foundational piece in the future, and yeah. two, could be considered a, a good asset to be flipped if they were to land another star. So it's kind of like, what are we, are we looking at just the next few years of just stagnant basketball, kind of that gray area from the Lakers? Well, it, I, it, I don't know. Because I, I, I just think, I think they need more if LeBron is – is going to be just more depth, more insurance if LeBron yeah. and AD are going to miss time, which seems yeah, inevitable at a certain point during the year. With this situation, they're going to have to try to flip some of these players. Um, that's the only way they can. Um, and and you're going to have to really, you know, load management AD. And I think everything's going to revolve around AD moving forward now, not LeBron anymore. Um, because Barkley, you know, Barkley show, made a good point. Sh- What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead, finish your thought. No, no, no. I'm just saying we're we're getting up close against the clock here. But I was about to say that uh, it seems to me now the Lakers are going to go as AD goes, 
as you know, because LeBron definitely didn't show at least in this series that he can he can shoulder the load like he used to with lesser. I mean, I mean, I know it was 2007 LeBron, totally different guy, but he showed that he can shoulder a Cavs team to the finals. We've seen mm-hmm. it before in his career, and that time is winding down. Hey, uh, Casey, we're, we're losing time here real fast, but uh, just your quick thoughts also on the uh, the Grizzlies, Jazz. I mean, it, it seems to me that U- Utah just looks like a, a powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, we, we got a, the Grizzlies were fun for that little bit. It was it was good to see John in the playoffs. You know, they're going to be yeah. – they're here now. They're here as a playoff team. This was – they got everything this year out of this year that they wanted. Won the playing game against a good team, or at least a, a big name in, in right. Steph Curry and Golden State in their gym. Had a fun couple couple weeks against the Jazz. Stole a game in their gym. Job played pretty well, largely for the most part. Year was a win. Year yeah, was a win. Yeah, Jazz we're... are good though, man. Jazz are good. They are good. They are very, very good. We're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about uh, the situation with the Spurs and Rudy Gay? Resign him or not? And if you do want to resign him, throw a number out. We want to hear what that uh, payday would be for uh, Rudy Gay if the Spurs decide to keep him. Let Casey know on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. And make sure to check out Vieira's an essay on YouTube. Just go on YouTube and search for it. Vieira's an essay. And um, send Casey all your well wishes because, you know, his mix are done. So hopefully they'll be back. Thank you. Bigger Thank you. and better Appreciate next season. Yeah. Follow Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, as well as the Road to the Finals. Our NBA playoffs and final coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. At 2.6 carbs, 95 calories, we all can enjoy the games a little bit more this season. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Mm-hmm.